Could a strange substance found by a southwest Arkansas man be part of a government test? The uh, Russians are actually helping to do is to bring a large reactor online. UFO over China. According to reports, an airport in Inner Mongolia was forced to shut down to prevent passenger jets from crashing into the unidentified flying object. Another clear failure of the American government to protect our national security. There are fears that the H1N1 virus has now mutated and resembles the... Well, now back to that mysterious missile launch, the bright... There's been a lot of buzz over the last few weeks about strange sounds... Sudden deaths of tens of thousands of fish... Welcome to the Border Realm Podcast, the dividing line between what you know and what you don't know. What you believe is up to you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Border Realm. The first episode of 2013. We made it. The world didn't end. We're here. And I think uh, we might say that uh, we called it right. Yeah, we did. Yep. So, uh... Happy New Year to everybody. It's good to be back with you guys. We're a podcast about all things supernatural, UFO, conspiracy theory, and today, Bigfoot. I'm joined here by my lovely co-host, the very open-minded Emily Maya Mills. Hello. And by our skeptic, Mr. Jeff Sloniker. Hey. (laughs) So let me ask you this really quick before we start the show. On December 21st, were you guys even the most remotely, like, kind of like, oh, maybe it could happen? Or uh, did you just uh, forget about it altogether? I mean, I definitely, like, I think that I got myself worked into a fit of anxiety just because it was enough to think, what if? Sure. You know what I mean? It's always enough to think of, yeah. Yeah, it's like, it was sort of like, fun for me as much as my logical mind wasn't really fearing it specifically. It was sort of like, you know, I mean, and we had had all that tragedy in the week before, and it was like, um, you know, a lot to be with family and thinking about the possibility of of there being like nothingness or you know just trying Something to understand bizarre. what about yeah. you jeff uh kind of the same thing yeah you know with all the crazy stuff going on in the world uh i was i was watching the news waiting for to see if anybody did anything crazy and thank god they didn't yeah yeah that's, yeah, that's what fear. i was mostly worried about yeah. actually it was Suggest- kind of the fall of order yeah yeah the suggestive <laughs> like yeah what, what is it when people sort of get ideas like uh Power of suggestion and sure. yeah. or, you know, copycat sort of ideals or people just trying to make being in such a fit of anxiety themselves. Yeah. yeah. Because the, the doomsday preppers, they do get incredibly worked up around those times. And like my dad was sort of telling stories about neighbors who ha- were building a deck and the guys who were building a deck <laughs> were just like all day long listening to like super deep right wing propaganda that was oh, like buy boy. guns buy guns buy guns and they were all just talking about what kind of guns they were uh. going to buy and like what kind of ar- you know armory they were going to build and like well it worked because everywhere they're all sold out of guns right now yeah that's well, mostly that's because in- of the possible weapons bans yeah, things yeah. like that which yeah. it's not gonna I mean it is a little <sighs> bit of overreaction I think but uh, anyway let's get to our first segment strange news around the world So I, I've got a, a couple really interesting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. I, I like the way I entered that. You know, I like, like it. it. No, I like it. Yeah. Keep it up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the first one is from uh, the Huffington Post. All right. Uh, the title: UFO sightings at the International Space Station are on the rise. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. So uh, now check this out. Uh, according to the article, videos have cropped up on YouTube showing images taken by NASA cameras of objects of different shapes. Some moving very slowly, others rapidly hurtling through space. What exactly we're looking at, we're not really sure. Alien spacecraft dropping by for a visit, or maybe it's just reflections from the uh, International Space Station windows. Debris. Meteors, uh, or various Mm -hmm. types of orbiting or fast-moving spacecraft uh, generated debris. It's kind of open-ended, but some of the videos I have seen, and it's kind of weird because some of these objects, they, uh, they tend to change direction in a very unusual way uh and we're dealing in a vacuum of space and so these things are you know they're moving one way and they zig another it's very interesting mm-hmm. i uh i found a few of the videos so i posted them on our website borderrealm.com check them out uh yeah. you know uh, check them out they're all over youtube um, I'll, I'll tell you what it is huh you'll never know <laughs> well it. i'll tell you what it is huh. that there are more uh, cameras at the ready in this day and age. There so you go. That's if term. that is something that's been occurring, or whether it's true or false, or if there's just been sort of suspect uh, 
activity, aerial activity in the yeah. past, then it's being documented more than ever. And that's why there's more activity being reported. It's a constant camera now. and uh, But it's not the first time. I mean, uh, astronauts and the Apollo and uh, missions and um, various space shuttle missions, you know, in the most recent years, they've taken weird photographs of stuff moving around. A lot of people equate it to space de- uh, debris because mm-hmm. it has actually very polluted around the, uh, the Earth's atmosphere. Um, and... Uh, or, or the orbit, you know, the Earth's orbit because of all the particles, you know, left from debris of rockets breaking off and everything. Sure. Sun does weird stuff to reflective objects. But it, uh, some of these videos are kind of compelling because they do move in weird ways. And we'll do a show about that eventually. But Good, uh, good points, but we'll never know. <laughs> oh, yeah. NASA will never tell us, probably. Well, I have to say, I just came from, uh, I ran into a friend. And for some reason, I was telling him where I was going, which was here yeah. to work to to do this podcast and he we got onto the subject of aliens and he had grown up in panama his father was a u.s uh like not necessarily a military personnel but like some kind of u.s police force yeah and they he had told him this story over the years since they were kids that they drove up one day to his site of a crash and it was a ufo and they had to sign a bunch of releases federal like you know uh government sort of military um, confidentiality agreements mm-hmm. that they wouldn't talk about it. So I don't think that they ever sort of went public uh, as individuals. Not that anyone would ever believe them because that's the whole spin. Right. But that over the years, the, the guy was like, yeah, we always thought it was just like a fun story my dad told us. But then later later on, old friends, old comrades of his, like um, who were also you know, had been around their entire childhood, were like, oh yeah, I was there. That was true. Like, right. at least two or three other people corroborated that. Always take an item from the site. Yeah, I'm <laughs> So you can prove that's, it. We're going to do... Great tip. We'll do a bunch of episodes about UFOs in the future, because that, that's, a, that's a long topic, many episodes. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I think you guys are really going to like this, uh, this next one that I found. It's from Discovery News. This is really funny, actually, I think. Um, the White House has decided not to build a planet-killing Death Star of their own, despite a public appeal to the contrary. Wait, what? <laughs> okay, now get this, okay? That's crazy. I'm going to read you this. Uh, in a wonderful White House statement titled, This Isn't the Petition Response You're Looking For, Paul Shawcross, uh, Chief of the Science and Space Branch at the White House Office of Management and Budget, responded to a petition submitted to the White House's We the People website. The petition was created on November 14, 2012, just last year, urging the president to, quote, secure resources and funding and begin construction of a Death Star by 2016, end quote. So with the help of a, of a variety of social media platforms, the petition gained traction, gathering 34,000 435 signatures from individuals that have obviously gone to the dark side. Any petition exceeding 25,000 signatures requires an official response from the government. (laughs) So for the case of the Death Star, (laughs) here is the response from the government. Okay, And I actually think the administration was pretty funny on this. Uh, Here it is. The administration shares your desire for job creation (laughs) and a strong national defense. But a Death Star isn't on the horizon. Here are a few reasons. The construction of the Death Star has been estimated to cost more than $850 quadrillion. <laughs> now, that's, that's beyond trillion. There's a quadrillion. That's, okay. that's beyond. Okay. All right. Uh, we are working hard to reduce the... the <laughs> We're working hard to reduce the deficit, not expand it. I That's love good that they hear. do have a number, though. Yeah. We got a number on that uh, budget. <laughs> and you know, the government start. always stays under that number when they do something <laughs> like that. Too. Point number two. The administration does not support blowing up planets. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Yet. Point, <laughs> yes. <laughs> point number three. Why would we spend countless taxpayer dollars on a Death Star with a fundamental flaw that can be exploited by a one-man starship. I thought that was kind of interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good. It's a good point. Good point, actually. Yeah, good point. Good luck. A one-man... Wait, sorry. Uh, explain that to me. A, a fundamental flaw that can be exploited by a one-man starship, meaning, like, the entire Death Star can be yeah, brought just, down it, yeah, by it just could be, one single... Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that person is yet to be born. <laughs> and, then, and then they also did go... To, they also... I, I'm going to post uh, a link to this on our website, so check it out, because yeah. it, it goes on. It's, this is just the, the very beginning, but I thought it was really funny. They actually, it's a whole article, and they, they had a huge response to it. 
So check it out, borderrealm.com. I've got it posted and there. If you want to know what happens if we did create the Death Star, just watch Star Wars this weekend. Yeah, yeah, fun, fun. And by the way, if I post you, that uh, in our in the news uh, in the news in the news uh, portion of the website. It's on the front page. I yeah. wonder. It's like it's sort of like we live in such a world of like hoaxy sort of meme type uh, counter, you know, cultural yeah. fun times that people have on the internet. That I'm like, part of me is like. God, that's a that's a brilliant waste of time. Yeah. Whoever whoever did that, but also then if you want to take it to another level, it's like ooh, the terrorists have found a way to distract the, the nation. <laughs> yeah. So I just made them waste this time writing that. You know, that would watched. be the saddest thing if that was the case. <laughs> the absolute saddest thing. Some some kind of weird. Uh, strategy occurred while that guy was distracted <laughs> writing that letter yeah well you know what here's the thing if you're gonna do that if you want it built don't name it after a movie thing like the death star because yeah. then you're opening yourself up to ridicule well i mean i think that seems like it was like a little tongue-in-cheek i think it was a joke from the beginning but uh, there may have been people that but believe hey like it might be able to shoot it. down asteroids that might you know potentially hit the earth i don't know yeah world protector yeah. we'll take it <laughs> but <laughs> it'd be bad if the Taliban uh, took over the, you know, for some reason the uh, the Death Star. Yeah, I could see the the the, the point in a lot of that. But well, fun. there's just so much like uh, art imitating life, imitating like the having watched Argo a week ago. I don't mm-hmm. know if you've seen that, but it's like it's a movie. I got a screener for it. And I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, brag. It's a movie about a movie. Yeah, I didn't I mean got that a as a brag. I, just... I got several screeners. Double brags. Double brags. <laughs> 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 I got so many screeners, and then I got. It's because of the popularity Link. of the show, Jeff. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely. It. That's I totally haven't gotten one screener. That's because you're the least popular guy on the show. It's <laughs> definitely. It. I'm going to create a Death Star and kill you all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get to our Bigfoot topic, uh, and I'm not talking about Jeff's Bigfoot. I'm actually talking about Bigfoot. Boom. Uh, good one, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Keep them coming. <laughs> zing, zing, and zing. That's it's for 2013. Me. We're happy. You yeah, know, this is a happy. fun topic. We've talked about We're some pretty alive. dark stuff. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. It's like an Ewok village. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've always uh, personally liked uh, the whole Bigfoot phenomena. You know, I think it's a fun topic, and I, I kind of hope they do exist. Uh, they don't. Well, let's get to that, Jeff. Um, All right. There's, Prove uh, me wrong. Let's let's uh, talk about a little history of Bigfoot. Bigfoot, also known as the Sasquatch, it's been spotted largely in uh, North America. Skunk ape. Pacific Northwest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right, Jeff. That's actually one of the names. Uh, Nepal and the Himalayas. Uh, Nepalis believe in the Sasquatch a lot. In fact, we had a writer, uh, our friend Alan, wrote in. You know, he said that in Nepal they think everything's strange. It's a yeti. You know, everything. Uh, yeah, everything's yeah. strange. Yeah, like all weird noises come from yetis. You mm-hmm. know, so yeah. uh, they are very big on the yetis there. So yeah, in Nepal, it's called the yeti uh, or kind of the abominable snowman. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Florida, you're right. Uh, they call it the skunk ape. Skunk ape. Yep. In Australia, the yowie. The yow okay. yow. Mm-hmm. This kind of has a long history, but it really became popularized uh, by the 1962 film by Roger Patterson and Robert uh, Gimelin. Robert Gimelin. And I think you've all seen this footage. It's famous. It's it's shot in like 16 millimeter. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were out apparently camping and uh it's been the subject of huge debate whether it's a hoax or whether it's real looks really real actually uh you just see uh bigfoot like walking like mm-hmm. kind of fat of very steps. large yeah by strides a yeah by a crick it's what by a crick a, a crick creek creek what are you like in the you know i've heard people call it crick crick i would think that people that are hunting bigfoot would call it a crick okay well maybe so okay fine it, i think it was it was kind of in a, in the mixture of trees actually and yeah you're, you're right there might have been a crick crick mm-hmm. um but anyway yeah it's a famous video uh, you can find on youtube in fact i'll even link to it so you can see it but it's yeah. been it's been studied time after time it's appeared on the, these guys have made so much money from that footage because yeah. it has appeared on so many shows. Mm-hmm. So you almost wonder if they did fake it because look, wow, great. But otherwise, they're the luckiest people in the world because they've actually filmed it. Well, they couldn't have necessarily anticipated how much money they were going to no. make. Not back in the day, of course. Yeah, so that makes you think, no hey, maybe it was actually of, real. You know? No one had ever heard of viral no. before. No, and And this was, this was done in 62. And mind you, like people at home couldn't really do graphic imaging the way that we can now. I mean, this was 16 millimeter film. This wasn't special effects or anything. Yeah. So the the idea was either that it was a guy dressed up in a in a in a costume, mm-hmm. 
uh, the idea or the or reality, real, or the the reality of it, if you will. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I I believe it could be real. I know a lot of people. Say that, yeah, it's not any doctoring or anything like that, and you know, it's, it's those guys footage. are both have passed away by now, right? I don't know if they're uh, still there's alive. One guy, there that might on be his one guy. deathbed did not still did not cop to it. <laughs> cop to it being ba- uh, uh, fake. Uh, fake. Yeah, I think you, I, you heard that. I heard that. Don't don't quote me on that, but I think I heard that one of them died, never said anything. The second one, uh, I think he took it to his deathbed and kept it going, or told his his nephew or something. I don't know. It's it's a. I don't know. I have no idea. Some, I mean, I don't know what side this falls on as far as the defense, but I happened upon, happened upon an HBO special about real sex and pornography or something. Okay, let's see how this connects. Well, (laughs) there's a bunch of fetish porn out there, and they showed clips from fetish porn of uh, Bigfoot fetish porn. And uh, was not... I would hate, I mean, I'd hate to see this. I wanted to make. I wanted to say that it was also very believable, but <laughs> truth is, it was terrible. It was like yeah. the most awful thing I've ever. It was on real sex. Some kind of special like that where yeah. it was like it was interesting because it was actually about the business of pornography, right? Um. So and and throughout time, like since was the, it the newer? History, I I don't know. I oh, just yeah. like I came in. I saw fifteen minutes of it. It was interesting because real sex is disgusting. Real sex is. If you rewatch that stuff, awful. Rewatch it. <laughs> You've watched all of it. I was in a hotel and they're re- re-showing like s- real sex six. Oh, from the because it was shot a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, we're mm-hmm. truck stop dispatchers and we have sex. <laughs> it's like, ugh. Yeah, sometimes you don't want to see. You don't want to you know, see it. Much, yeah. You don't want to see yeah. Bigfoot. Uh, big whatever he's got down there. <laughs> Who knows? You know that is burned knows. into my brain for all of eternity. So, mm. so if you guys are into that. Call up Emily. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, this means I've seen it and can't unsee it. She's it? hooked. <laughs> um, I was going to say the uh, the Bigfoot legend. The Bigfoot legend goes back quite a ways. Yeah, um, wasn't always known as Bigfoot. That was kind of a, a term that later came into being. But um, uh, sightings apparently appeared back in the 10th century A.D. Mm-hmm. and uh, by Viking explorer Leif Erikson. Uh, he wrote of huge, ugly, hairy creatures with dark eyes and a horrible stench. <laughs> Yeah, and that's something that's uh, stood the test of time is the stench thing, right? Yes, yeah. uh, they, the apparently skunk-y. you don't want to have one in your house because they smell horrible, mm-hmm. like Sk- absolutely yeah. horrible. Skunk ape. Yeah, skunk ape. Yeah. Well, the early sightings make make even more sense to me because if if in th- one of the theories that I kind of buy is that there's been some evolution, some s- sort of s- strands of uh, past human humanoid species. That have died off. So if that's true, if mm-hmm. like Neanderthals existed but then died off and there were slight differences between mm-hmm. modern man and like, you know, somewhere along the way, uh, some perhaps something splintered off between, you know, Cro-Magnon and... It's, it's a bear a with mange. Yeah. That's all it is. A bear with mange. <laughs> a bear with mange. <laughs> that's what happened. You see that some, like at one point someone saw it. But said, bears aren't humanoid. I think that's one of the most distinct characteristics about Bigfoot yeah. is that they are humanoid they are human-like but when a bear stands up they walk on their hind legs they, but they walk, are not yeah. human-like they're bears yeah i mean this is this has more human features jeff and you know it, it's not <laughs> what emily's point you know it's a matter of fact yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. well i'm just saying you know this, you know to emily's point uh it's interesting you brought that up but you know we we discover new species in the ocean uh every year mm-hmm. stuff that we didn't know existed mm-hmm. gigantic uh jellyfish gigantic octopuses that's because uh, technology didn't allow us to go and sure, explore the deeper sure. seas but i think it's very mm-hmm. possible that you know there could be like some there, there could be a deviation in uh cro-magnon you know genes or whatever that split i mean monkeys uh monkeys or apes let's look at apes apes are very big they're large you could consider that to be sort of a yeti in a way. I mean, they're very humanoid. Uh, and also the very... fact that apes are different from monkeys and monkeys are different from gorillas. It, you're right, they're yeah. Different... yeah. Or gorillas is even a better example because I think gorillas are the largest mm-hmm. in, the, yeah. in the species or whatever. Yeah. And some of those gorillas can get huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? uh, not to say that Bigfoot is in the gorilla family, but I mean, it could be very close. It could be a deviation from that. You know? It could have been back in the day someone brought a gorilla or a chimpanzee into the woods and uh, let it go, and it didn't get the proper nutrition. Hair started falling out. Someone saw it. Boom. There it is. 
But over and over again, 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 I think that the whole point or definition of Bigfoot is that yeah. they have evolved. They're somewhere between man and ape. So if it like, I mean, I guess that's a simple explanation. But the point is, is that what people seem to see over and over again <laughs> is this humanoid. Yeah. Covered in hair. Right. So not a monkey with some stuff falling out. <laughs> <laughs> a monkey's got a rub. <laughs> And, and like, you know, you don't see, like, I, I almost feel like I could anticipate an argument from you, like, oh, because it, with, with cameras, how can we haven't seen actual true, you know, with the I would have gone of, there, yes. The, oh, sorry. Okay. No, no. I mean, like, I, you're right. You yeah. predicted I would go I there. I feel like, yeah, I feel like, because that, that is valid. That's such a valid argument, is yeah. that by this t- day and age, we have the technology and the uh, eyes everywhere uh-huh. that we could have mm-hmm. by now proven or disproven it, but... You don't necessarily see like wild monkeys or any other kind of wild animal except coyotes in L.A. um, kind of wandering into human habitats or making themselves necessarily known. They're surviving in the wild on their terms in ways that do not expose themselves to human uh, development and human. You know what I mean? Like, so that's sort of the whole point is if they are still um, uh, unobservable. It's on purpose. Gosh. You can't argue with that. That sigh was like, I can't argue with that. That was was I can't argue with that sigh. How do, and it was more like, how do I argue? Like, (laughs) if you're going to go that extreme with it, how do you argue it? Like, because it's like, they don't want to be seen. Yeah. Get out of town. Like, well, why would you? Such, I mean, maybe. They're giants. Well, why would? No, but why? Like, like a monkey in Africa doesn't want to be seen. <laughs> right. But. Yeah, but they, they want to stay seen. out of, you know. And, 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 and we might be dealing with something with a little more intelligence uh, than an. Are we? A standard. Yeah. I mean, the, these, these things might actually be more intelligent and they might. Uh, they might know that they, they know how to survive on their own and they, they know that humans with guns or whatever could be a big threat to them so they they do their best and that 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 fact of them possibly being a little more smart maybe why we haven't seen any because they're very rare to catch because they can sense where people are around they, they sure know a lot of they're stuff more intelligent in an intuitive sort of way yeah and more like intuition yeah i mean animals have strong in- intuition but uh bigfoot <laughs> i you know it could be of a higher intelligence not Maybe not as smart as human beings. It's not going to build a computer, but right, a different could, intelligence, just some kind of a more evolved uh, intelligence. Or yeah, a different. It could be very well be a different part of the brain. Sure, is developed or you know comparatively <laughs> atrophied next to the way that our brains have developed. So yeah. they have a super chunky frontal lobe. Maybe they <laughs> or re- whatever the you know area of the brain that controls. Or maybe maybe it's like they have a much more. Um, deadened right brain and so their intuition we've talked about i feel like we've talked about like get almost everything leads to intuition and yeah. aliens yeah. <laughs> well that's good because we're on the right show then you know yeah, yeah. we are um but, let me guys let me take you guys back actually uh um just it's it, it, bigfoot <laughs> has a long history um that's the big let's go back too. to 1847 a scientist by the name of paul kane uh reported stories by uh, native people around the Mount St. Helens area. The native people would call this, uh, this beast the skakoon. Uh, and it's, it's actually a race of cannibals, of wild men living on the peak of Mount St. Helens. So they're mountain dwellers, apparently, okay. and they've seen them in hunting, I guess. But I think- um, it's also been called the Stiaha, uh, which is a nocturnal race. And... Uh, some of these Pacific Northwesterners, uh, the, these, um, these tribes, they would tell their children not to mention the name Stiaha, um, or uh, the monsters would come and take them. So it's sort of kind of like, you know, a, a, a childhood, um, you know, fantasy Legend, or, or uh, fairy tale in a way. Mm-hmm. So these were passed down from them, but they reported sightings of them. Um, goes to, uh, actually, uh, even farther back, I should have said this first, 1840, Reverend at Canal Walker, uh, he was a missionary recording stories of uh, giants among the Native Americans in the Spokane, Washington area. So a lot of the original sightings actually came from you know the Pacific Northwest and that mountain region up there. Now, are Cascades. they talking about giant? Are they saying specifically giant men? Yeah, uh, the this, the stories among the Native Americans up there were that there there's a race of giants, and actually that's a common theory. Uh, 
even in biblical times, the story of David and Goliath, uh, in, Bibli- in, the, in the actual Bible, there are stories of these giants. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could even say it goes back farther in the 10th century, really. Oh, that, the, that those people, because, because I think that there's a little bit of a difference between a giant man and a hair-covered humanoid creature that is primate-like in its... Sure. You know, like, so, I mean, because if they're just seeing men in the mountains who are crazed and cannibalistic, um, <laughs> even if they're hairy, are they hairy in the beard area? They're just like weird mountain men? We have are... to keep in mind, we have to keep in mind that, you know, folklores are handed down. The tooth fairy is folklore. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I've even seen that in, in a horror movie, though. Like, they made the tooth fairy horrible. Right. Uh, even, you know... Uh, uh, genie in a bottle. You know the ancient story of the gins. They're not nice. You don't want to deal with a with a with a. You know th- these are all stories too. But I I do think people were seeing something because generally stories or legends come from people seeing things. Right. Yeah. Well, the thing with with David and Goliath, right, going back to biblical times, to me strikes me as like you know when you meet somebody who's like so tall. Yeah. It seems impossible that they are that tall, like, you know, six, five and above, I'd say. Yeah, turn on it's, the NBA. Yeah. Well, you're not standing next to them. When you're face to face with somebody who is that imposing yeah. and so that that specifically like different from the norm, it's striking. And so I think that it's easy for the mind to, one, be shocked by something that is that does occur in nature, which is right. like a very, very tall or exceptionally large human being. And then... For the mind to go, if that's possible, then what if like they were super huge is is an easy thing to imagine. Sure. And what if that super huge, let's say Yao Ming, because Yao Ming's sort of like incredible. What he's seven point he's a half feet. NBA player, seven and a half feet. Terrifying. He's in from China. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's a giant. Yeah, imagine him walking around yeah. Yeah. And back in the day, if you want to save your baby you send them to the woods. Yeah. <laughs> you sing in China specifically. Yeah. And then when that guy gets cold in the woods growing up, he kills a beast and Ooh. takes its hide and wraps himself in it. Okay, that explains all of the Bigfoot sightings in China that we've never heard about. That's not where they come from. Well, we got our giants here. Yeah. Well, it's not only that, but, you know, in in, in, in human species, there is a giant gene. Uh, Andre the Giant suffered from it. He died young from it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Andre the Giant was a giant. Mm-hmm. But yeah. he had that one of those genes. There are people that grow to like eight or nine feet. Mm-hmm. It's, it's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's a genetic thing. Yeah. You know, so it it can't. I don't think it's that off. I mean, if it gigantism, well, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess you could call it that. Sure, I don't know if that's <laughs> that people have gigantism. That's what but, the hands yeah, are. Yeah, some huge. of these people, but you know, it, it's it's not healthy necessarily. They die usually young. Andre the Giant died young, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's there's genetic drifts in like many many uh, species, and the idea, like you know, you could see an octopus get. Tw- uh, like 12 feet long 12 mm-hmm. feet i mean that'd, that'd yeah. be, if you stood it up that's taller than these supposed yetis mm-hmm. you know right so there's there's the big possibility that you know this bigfoot it's not necessarily like it's, it's just a species that we are not able to document because maybe there's just so few of them but it's it's one of those rare strains from another species that you know and maybe this is what people were seeing maybe this is what bigfoot is i believe that it, what, that's the scientific that. side that they were of it. simply humans with gigantism, or, or no, not humans, gi- but a different species a creature that, that drifted, that had mutant. Yeah, that's what we were saying from the beginning. Sure. Now you believe it? Well, no. People are, people say they're their own race and they're hiding from people. And well, yeah, like, but Je- Jeff, they would kind of be their own race if there was a if there was a drift of geneticism. But I'm saying it would technically be species. its own species at yeah. that point. But I'm saying that of course it'd be borrowed from another. Of course, they're but. not uh, their own species. I'm saying they're just genetic mutations. Sure. That are banished to the woods or or mm-hmm. is are just in the woods. Oh, you mean that there's not necessarily as one specific species, right. but a bunch of different like. Like sort of mutated freaks that have been sent off. I would say if there were a cluster of Bigfoots, it would be because of this one, like one family line of this whatever creature has mm-hmm. produced it. But I would say once they die off, they don't like unless they reproduce against each other. 
then we got. Then I don't know how they're so smart. But I mean, if they reproduce with each other and they like they live on, then that could be it. But I don't think they they're out there. I don't think it's a species you know, that's you know, still out there. One of the theories is that they are actually aliens, and 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 the reason that they're here is what what is believed is that they are either an experiment or they're criminals from their own world, and they mm. were basically sent here. I mean, that's straight out of like science fiction, but Wookies. Yeah, Wookies. But they're they're here as prisoners. They put them on this planet. And they're basically left in the woods to, you know, mean, you know, have their own or Weird. survive like, their own way. Because when I you think about it, I almost wish that that had like a <laughs> a softer, more scientifically sound way in. Like it's just a little outside, that's, a that's, little, that's, little bit fantastical. Of but 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 because I'm willing to, like, I, I absolutely think that considering how minute the observable universe is within our scientific you know instrumentation our ability to observe the universe is like a it's a fleck in what is infinity so it's like you know if in fact our you know world is a piece of glitter speck of sand in in what exists then i think it's crazy to think that there is not (laughs) other life there aren't other life forms existing in galaxies. and so that said i just i just don't think it's that crazy to think that there is you know alien life form or whatever you want to call it but uh, dropping off furry guys (laughs) in the woods like i want i want another step to connect um it sounds like an interesting story. Sure. Yeah. How is that? How is that punishment for them? I mean, is it? I don't well, know. Maybe they, they can't survive or exist within a world that you know they have no. Means. Yeah, they're loners yeah. essentially, Jeff. They're scavengers. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I'm sure hi- they get killed. And they hide from us, even though we can make them celebrities. Yeah. Well, they seem to be camera shy. <laughs> <laughs> they seem to be. Camera- uh, that could be the worst one, thing of all. You know. That's one. Two questions I have. One is that it seems like you know uh, the theories that we have about them being freakish humans. Um, People aren't describing that they saw a freakish human. People right. know what humans are. Right. They know what large humans are. So that's a little bit different from what you know yeah. the sightings uh, point to. But also, my question is: Are there any uh, examples of people having really like face-to-face encounters, or is it all fleeting glimpses? I'm going to read you an email at the end of our show from a guy that claims he came in contact with a. Yeah. Oh my yes. god! I can't wait. Yes. So we will get to that. Um, yes. Let me move along. I want to come in contact with you. Let's find out what he. No, did. no, no! You you will be surprised. And uh, Bill, I hope you're doing well. Uh, we'll Maybe get we to that. should go out <laughs> um, with some beef jerky. Yeah. Uh, well, there actually there is a TV show um, in search of Bigfoot. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was on the Discovery Channel, and it's basically a, a couple guys that go out and they just they try to lure Bigfoot in by. Just getting pizzas and junk <laughs> yes. food, yes. and the funny thing is, during the show, they sit there and eat it because they're like, "We have to eat in order for the Bigfoot to see that we're yeah. eating it, so he knows that it's good to eat." So they just sit there and they eat pizza and burgers and whatever oh out in the woods, God. and then they oh set up God. cameras and they they haven't caught anything yet. They haven't caught me hot on their trail, <laughs> but it's very yeah. yeah they, it's, they're trying to attract Bigfoot, and uh, they're actually. Deflecting all the women that they come in contact with. It's dangerous oh, what they're doing because you can attract bears that way. You really easily. can. Yeah. That's exactly how yeah. you do it. I'll tell you how every one of those episodes from this point on will ever end. We didn't find him this week, but next week we got a good lead. Yeah, yeah. and more pizzas. Yeah. yeah, more pizzas uh, and comic books. So anyway, uh, let me get to this too. Uh, in 1951, uh, Eric Shipton photoed a yeti footprint oh, in nice. on uh, mount everest and that was the first just one that was the first real photo of the footprint just one footprint uh the i yeah well it was like a couple footprints he was think, but he God. took a picture of one to show you how big it was <laughs> okay um in 1958 um there were very large prints discovered in del norte county uh, california by a bulldozer operator named uh gerald cohen uh, the story was actually published in the Humboldt Times. You could probably go back and find that story. What's Humboldt known for? Humboldt Weed. County. Oh, yeah, marijuana. That's yeah. right. And uh, in 19... <laughs> Are you proving a point? <laughs> yeah. In 1958, because of that, um, that 
that article, they launched the first Bigfoot hunt. Hunt. Yeah. So where they went out and, uh, you know, actually tried to find it. The hunters went out with guns and whatever and, you know, hoping to find it. You wonder why they may hide from us. But uh, <laughs> let me ask you this. Can they see anything from space now? Like if you zero in? I think so. Yeah, to a point. You could do infrared. I mean, you can infrared. see massive. Ooh, you can do infrared. From space? I From the satellites. I don't know, Mike. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I know, like, if you, if, you, if you do Google Earth, have you done that? Google Earth? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. really yeah, a cool yeah. app. Um, no, you, I mean, I, I know in general you can see, like, yeah. things like the space needle. Like, you, you will can see, see people walking. Objects. You'll see people walking. Yeah. I think it's harder, though, in these areas because they're, most of the ground is covered by very thick tree uh tops tree mm-hmm. but you, they have infrared they do have infrared you're right uh but i'm not really sure how i don't know if the the infrared from satellites i don't know i think that's more of a global yeah. type thing i mean unless you have a predator drone yeah like what they use in the middle east and all that you know like that actually is kind of lower you know satellites are pretty high above the earth That's i don't know true. if they can pick up like a little i just love the idea that like what if there was like strategic study like <laughs> you know if the if if the government has the tools the technology to yeah. do a strategic hunt for example these guys who went out with their guns and did a bigfoot <laughs> hunt back in the day they probably weren't uh super uh airtight yeah so yeah. if the government is capable of doing this type of study or hunt and they do find something and then they report it back. I just like to, I mean, it, then it gets back to the top and it's like Obama's in there going, huh. Well, Jesus. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, that guy's fired because okay. he's crazy. Well, yes. no. Or just like, all right, that's another weird thing that I have to know now. Right. Like, oh, what do you, you mean, do with that information? Well, now we, guess, you guess what? That we don't get. Guess yeah. what? Um, just recently, about two months ago, I believe, or a month and a half ago, the story came out about this professor at Idaho University that now has funding to do aerial trips over the Pacific Northwest and uh, uh, with a hot air balloon to see if they can actually capture Bigfoot. Uh, mm-hmm. Let me read you this really quick. Uh, the hot air balloon? Is yeah, this is, um, <laughs> this is a story from all voices, but it was actually on MSN. You know, it was on all the news sources. Uh, Idaho University professor to use dirigible-based effort uh, to hunt for Bigfoot. And here it is. Uh, Jeff Meldum, professor of anthropology and anatomy in the Ohio University, in the Ohio University, has been granted permission to raise three hundred thousand dollars in order to carry out research for hunting down Bigfoot. Yeah, that is awesome. Let's get a hold that of is that a guy. boy's dream come true. He would <laughs> that is like the coolest boy's life dream. that kid now, now be get the this. man he wanted to be. Uh, get this now. He would approach his study in a dirigible. Uh, the main reason is to ensure silence so as not to frighten away the creature once Smart. it's sighted. So, mm. hot air balloon, it's quiet. Fair and how do you, um, wh- what do you do? Do you, uh, you can't land it. Uh, what do you, how close can you get? You can get, on, on a hot air balloon, you can get pretty low, you know, but I think they're going to keep, you know, and, and also it, they're going to keep, pro- I don't know what they're going to do, but it makes sense if you're going to look for something like that to be in something where you're not too high, but you have good aerial but there, footage. But in a hot air balloon, there's no expectation that that man will ever be on the ground. You're just kind of eyeballing it from just above the trees. You're eyeballing it from the trees, but I think they're doing what you're saying, Jeff, is the infrared. Uh, you and go. you see now that you can get better measurements. And by the way, it's not taxpayer money that's doing this. He got it through private funding, and he actually did get the funding. So, wow! Believe it or not, yeah, it, it's that. privately funded, um, which I is the way this. it should be. I mean, yeah, that's not something you can really validate taxpayer money for. <laughs> but uh, they they are no, the coolest career. Of all time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's so they're gonna start. I, I believe they already started. It's 2013 came around, so I'm kind of interested to see if they find anything. We should talk um, to someone over there. That would be nice. Mm-hmm. This is super random, but isn't there, uh, or a little off subject, but isn't there a privately funded um, sort of think tank that is uh, intended to inspire um, sp- er- er- space travel development? Like, well, yeah, there's the uh, the X, um, well, what do you call it? The uh, X wing, the SpaceX. Uh, I I can't remember. It's it's 
every year there's there's actually a move to privatize the space industry. Mm-hmm. It's already happening. Mm-hmm. Um, Goodbye, NASA. They say that in an, in I think like three years they they will have something where they can actually take people into orbit. Yeah, dangerous. and so that but the future of space it it probably will be largely privatized. Um, they get better funding that way. Well, and like it, when you, when like a... when when government is so strapped, I mean, it, it's hard for NASA to get money. So uh, yeah, I just like the idea of a think tank where they're financially motivating people to be as creative as possible in their imagination. Inside, uh, you know, scientifically trained people, but still, it's like an awesome like sure. sci-fi think tank where that is how things are born. I mean, you have to imagine the unimagined. And this professor too, I think he is, he's anthropology. Okay. So I think he's looking at this as, uh, what we were talking about before, like something that may have had some genetic drift, yeah. uh, that kind of broke off. And I think that's probably what, and plus it is kind of an anthropological study because a lot of people have in, a lot of people have written this and, handed it down through uh, spoken word uh, stories. Yeah. So that's a large part of anthropology. And so if they could find something like that, well, if they found something like that, I think it would, uh, it would be a huge find, you know, to, to actually amazing. be like finding the chupacabra or, or finding an alien, you know, and talking with it. It's just, it is amazing <laughs> that he got funding for it. Like that, because on, on paper, it's like, the craziest thing anyone's That's ever said. That's where he's a genius. Yeah, that is where he's a genius. <laughs> yeah, it's good However, marketing. However, yeah. you're totally right, Mike, that it's like, it's a, it still feels like, even though it feels fol- folkloric, it, it, there's enough to make it feel like a legitimate pursuit because it yeah. has not been ex, uh, exhausted. But this, this university is also getting so much publicity from this, too. Yeah. Well, well, it's a fun, it's a fun time romping a hot air balloon looking for big stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm I'm interested. I, I, I'm going to follow this closely because I want to see. I, do. I do hope they find Fill something. Me in. You know? I hope they find Bigfoot. You know? Yeah. I mean, I doubt it's going to be Harry from the Hendersons, but you oh, know, he was but, so nice though. Yeah. It, but hey, that's how that's how popular <laughs> Bigfoot has been. You know. The, <laughs> He's really close to our hearts. He yeah. really is. We all remember that with John Lithgow. Oh, yeah. uh, oh my gosh, that was great. But speaking of aliens, too, you know, there is a big connection with UFOs and Bigfoot, believe it or not. Uh, this has been, this is where we get into the unknown side of things. Uh, 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 it is claimed that these Bigfoots have ghost-like abilities. I, I believe that because we can't ever see one. Um, <laughs> you believe that, Mike? Uh, ghost-like abilities. Yeah. That's, what does that even mean? I don't know. I think it means it's good open camouflage. for your <laughs> Ghost-like uh, abilities. Do you believe it? Well, anyways, next one. Bigfoot. <laughs> uh, Bigfoot has been seen come coming out of UFOs by some eyewitnesses. <laughs> that by some has... eyewitnesses. What? <laughs> Let's be more specific. Who are the eyewitnesses? Uh, two two birds, one stone. That night. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying. Uh, some people have, you know. Uh, uh, sightings often uh, occur and around sightings often occur around UFO sightings. Mm-hmm. So someone might see a UFO and then they might see a, a Yeti. Yeah, or a big they're board. also really close to like some kind of nuclear spill where everyone's brain is <laughs> melting. Uh, Here's is, the call. Hey, hey, boss. I saw, I saw a UFO. Oh yeah. Well, I saw Bigfoot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's call it in. Let's call. Hey. This is sad, but these things have been around longer than methamphetamine use, right? Like, yeah, these sightings are. Oh yeah, of course. Like, I mean, but not brain, peyote. Brain, brain rotting. You know, we can talk about peyote too. Peyote. You know, but, uh, this is interesting, though. This is something that I I I came upon that I didn't know. But uh, it was the Book of Enoch, uh-huh. um, and they described the Watchers, um, the giants, mm. uh, and. The the idea of these watchers, it's uh, basically to watch people. So the idea is that they come and they they just watch and they observe. They don't want to be observed. They just want to observe. They want to report their findings to the aliens. Mm-hmm. So that that's kind of interesting. It's an so interesting that's theory. why they remain so guarded and not exactly. Unseen. That that's one possible thing. Now, also in the Old Testament. Uh, as I mentioned before, you know David and Goliath. Um, there, there is. Uh, it, they mention a race of giants. Some, some people have claimed that you know even they go as far as saying that these Bigfoots are a product of extraterrestrial and human women mating. Ooh. Uh oh, that's taboo. Well, yeah, the but ultimate Romeo and Juliet story. 
<laughs> um, in Nineveh, this is interesting too, in Nineveh, there's these ancient Sumerian tablets. I'm sure you guys have heard of that. Um, they date back to around 1800 years before Christ. So actually, this goes well before the 10th century AD, I guess. King Gilgamesh. King Gilgamesh has a companion named Anagagadu. <laughs> Anagagadu is... Xanadu? And then Gargamel <laughs> made the Smurfs get super big when he gave them. <laughs> yeah, there it is. He's he, a giant to the Smurfs. Sorry, it's, it's Angadu. i sorry, I keep mispronouncing it. It's Angadu. But basically, <laughs> it's a, a large Chewbacca-like creature. That's what I was described. I mean, not as Chewbacca. <laughs> the first time they ever described exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Like, but no. So it's a lot like Chewbacca. <laughs> but, you know, even, even Chewbacca is really kind of, I think, I think in Lucas's mind, I won't say, but... I'm sure he, that was kind of modeled after like a Bigfoot in some way. Oh, I mean, sure. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's. That's what was so gratifying about him. Yeah. Is so, that it played on our, you know, desire for fantasy to be reality. Yeah. And vice versa. Um, wait, we just, we just sort of bounced across a lot of information. And, and so the thing that I'm still kind of uh, rubbing up against is the, like, so Bigfoot has been sighted in areas where UFOs have also been sighted. Is yeah, that the end of the connection, or do we have more to go on I would there? say that that's kind of the connection there, yeah. But it, that's hard to say. The rest of it is theory. The rest of it is... It's like hard a, to say, too, because, you know, general UFO sightings happen, um, I think, more in the backwoods areas, the less populated areas. So if it's true that... It may not necessarily be a connection. It just may that be that you're seeing UFOs, you know, in these kind of unpopulated areas. But then you also see these Bigfoots or Yetis in these unpopulated areas because Bigfoots aren't going to be around the city. You know, they're going to be out deep in the woods. You got to be up in Canada or wherever. Well, you know, what's interesting is that two decent explanations are one is a derivative of a primate or, you know, some type of uh, uh, human evolution that, you know, derailed. Mm -hmm. um and the other being aliens who have been dropped off in the woods to do mm -hmm. time mm -hmm. uh and have sex with women in, I, <laughs> no I that that's a that's even a third the, they, one oh, okay, the idea they, they. that the human <laughs> race has been well this is actually widely believed that um if aliens are here they believe that they have been integrating um cultures in other words uh genetics they've been procreating between races right so that's that's a common theory, but uh, well, I just like that they're the two two ends of that mm -hmm. sort of plays into the fact that you know if all is infinite, if there is no beginning or end, if we came from dust or cells or you know which we are stardust, really we are ultimately yes, and so if that if our entire evolution civilization and everything else is just part of a continuous, ongoing, unending, un ever unfolding, you know, movement in mm -hmm. space and time, then it is interesting that these guys sort of represent like they could have come from the beginning and they could come from the, you know, future in a way. Like yeah. if, if the, they are a derivative of our own species that is, you know, maybe another version of our planet, maybe our, maybe our existence has already occurred, but only slightly different and in another location or concurrently or before or after, maybe there is ultimately no time or, you know, organization of time that, that matters in the great grand scheme of when you get into talking about it like that there is no grand scheme there's like <laughs> you can just go until there's no further explanation required but the point i'm making is that it is interesting that they you know there's a fluidness to them possibly coming from our past or possibly coming from a derivative of our future. It's very possible that it's some type of time travel, too. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's there's a whole bunch of... I mean, it, it's kind of endless. This is ridiculous. <laughs> like, all these things... Like, Mike Mike really loves Bigfoot, you can tell. We gotta... Ha I mean, you know... I guess, like, because you don't know, for sure. Just I like anything. I can't know. say that... But I would put a lot of money down on it. <laughs> <laughs> I, Vegas, let's, let's just... I, I, I do hope that it does exist. Uh, I, I know think you do. I'm leaning more towards the idea that if we do find that something exists it, it is more of a scientific basis and it 
it did somehow stem from a species on Earth. Uh, but I'm open to the possibility, you know? I mean... Uh, what if they were causing global warming? Would you want them all exterminated? <laughs> I I couldn't see how they could possibly be causing uh, they're, they're global dumb. warming. Although, uh, there is a, a very interesting movie called The Arrival with Charlie Sheen, believe it or not. I think it's one of the best alien movies ever made. Very, very cool plot. Um, it, check it out. You know, let me all know right. if you like it. But uh, it is about aliens that came here to basically warm the planet. Mm. <laughs> Um, oh, yeah. yeah, it's it's pretty interesting plot, and uh, uh, they they get involved with NASA and everything. It's, it's really interesting. But uh, anyway, guys, I think it was a really good uh, conversation on Bigfoot. Uh, we <laughs> didn't. Uh, let's hope this guy finds something. I think, man, he would be king. You know, if, doubt it. And everybody that laughed at him would be like, "Wow, there really is something." But yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, I'm all for it. Uh, if it's privately funded, it's great. You know, yeah. I, I let them let them do it. Yeah. Let them drop pizzas right. down and let's see if it comes. You know? <laughs> or are they all working together, the pizza guys and the, and the I, hot air balloon guys? I hope not, because uh, I, I think this guy actually has you know is a very scientific mind behind it. Let so. me know where they're doing work, because I'll come visit for pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, let do you me... do ride arounds? Do you do? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't. I don't like uh, sardines. Can I get a, a ride along in your uh, hot air balloon? <laughs> we got some interesting fan mail, which I want to get to before Ooh, we leave the show. This is my favorite part. Uh, yeah, I'm saving the, the very best one for last. Okay. Um, so the first one comes from Melissa, Nova Scotia. Mm. Really enjoying shows. I really enjoyed your three episodes on the mind calendar. I admit I was a little nervous with all the hype, but I think you put it all in good perspective. Keep it up. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank uh, you. And, uh, have some smoked salmon for what? me up there. Nova Scotia. Oh, oh yeah. Nova Scotia is great salmon. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd awesome. like to go visit there someday, actually. Um, for the salmon. Elijah the Morning, Salt Lake City, Utah. Saw my first UFO last month. It was pretty amazing. Can't tell, <laughs> can't tell you if it was government or aliens. Uh, it was a large boomerang-shaped object the size of two or three football fields and completely Whoa. silent. Oh. It hovered over the tree line near my house and then disappeared to the west. Mm-hmm. And you know that uh, that boomerang shape, uh, Elijah, is actually uh, it's been seen quite a bit. Um, weird reports have come in, and uh, you know we're talking. Remember the Mothman? We're talking about reports from all over the city, people seeing strange things. Everybody reported the same thing: uh, big boomerang like. Uh, Wow. Hovering, silent, large, very large. In his so, area wow. or just sort of Salt Lake City? Sure. He's from Salt Lake Him? City. Elijah? Uh, Elijah is from Salt Lake City. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so. I, I, I was a little trepidatious because the way he phrased it was, I saw my first UFO. Yeah, like there's like going to be more. He's open to, he's been waiting for this his whole life. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, but I mean, yeah. if you... If you Conjugate that as an unidentified flying object. Yeah, yeah. he is what he saw. He's, right. he's saying he doesn't know, but uh, that what he described is actually what a lot of people have seen. If hmm. you're going to write, if he writes back in, uh, uh, I would like to ask you a question. Were there more sightings that night? Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, he didn't, you know, that's something he didn't say. So, yeah, actually, write back because um, I'm sure if you saw it, other people did too. Yeah. And, and, and usually that ends up in the people police. in other parts of the world or country. Yeah. Let us know if you're listening to this episode and you've seen something similar. We'd like to know if we Love can connect the dots. It. Yeah, this is what the show is all about. I want to hear what you people are seeing out there. Because so. we're not controlled by any government agency. We, we could say what we want. Apparently, we I can't curse them. Full of alcohol. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're a lot of people that see stuff. We're wild cards here, you know? <laughs> uh, here's uh, Bethany from Lake Tahoe. Oh, I we love recently, Lake Tahoe. We, yeah, Lake Tahoe is really nice. We recently moved into a new house, and I'm sure it is haunted. Ooh. I have heard strange noises and things turn up broken all over the house. Thinking about moving, but my husband does not want to. Mm. That becomes an economical thing. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It's I mean, hard. You buy a house. I mean, it's not yeah. easy to just leave, you know? Yeah, certainly. Uh, and I think I have to ask if the husband is p- purely practically driven. Like, he, he does he not... Is he more concerned that he does not believe that it's an issue? Honey, I know the house is haunted. I know there's a demon, but <laughs> we cannot move. We just have to live with it. That's what I want to know. Is like, does he accept that there's a ghost, but he wants to stay there anyway because right. he's economically? I don't know. My guess is he doesn't believe. Maybe you know, some people they they say that some are more uh, sensitive, sensitive yeah. to others. Mm-hmm. So you know, he may not. I don't know. Bethany, write us more about that. Yeah, I'm very I'll, interesting. And uh, like record stuff. I would like to hear it. And. And you know what, Bethany, if you want to just, you want to own this, get a bumper sticker that says, think boo. Anybody get that? Lake Tahoe has a lot of bumper stickers that say, think blue. Oh, think think boo. I like that. Jeff, you might have started a movement. There you go. Um, Okay. 
here's the one I've been waiting to read, you guys. Okay, um, <laughs> Mike, this is uh, this is anticipation. Just uh, here we go. He's shaking. Yeah, this he is, loves uh, this. <laughs> this is Bill from Vermont. All right. I was recently hiking in the Appalachian Mountain area. I set up camp one night and I heard a rustling outside my tent. I got out thinking it was a bear, so I grabbed my shotgun. When I got outside, I saw a seven-foot-tall hairy beast drinking my beer. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I yelled and shot my shotgun in the air. Didn't want to kill it or nothing in case it was human. The thing was fast. Before I knew it, it was right on top of me. Its breath almost made me pass out. It flung my gun from my hand and then kicked me in the jaw. <laughs> I fl- <laughs> Yeah, kick the jaw. What? I f- <laughs> he kicked his jaw. Yeah, with his big foot. It's not funny, Jeff. If <laughs> yes. man, I, I, like, now listen. Are you right. saying that that's really specific or not specific that's enough? Pretty specific. <laughs> no, kicked to the jaw. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna repeat that sentence just so you get the whole thing. All right. It flung my gun from my hand and then kicked me in the jaw. I flew back like ten or fifteen feet, lost all my teeth, and my jaw was completely smashed. As I was laying on the ground, I saw the Bigfoot grab the rest of my beer and run off. I had to have my jaw wired shut for three months, and last month, I finally got some new teeth implants. Left me scarred, though. My jaw is crooked. Anyway, <clears throat> anyway, love the show, y'all, and I thought you guys would be inspired to do a Bigfoot episode. Oh, yeah. They Holy. are real. What? Okay. And that's... I'm saying... Bill, I hope you get better because uh, oh, I mean, God. I, I that's got to be miserable. That's got to be miserable having your jaw wired shut. So. Well, I mean, it it sounds like he and got all his teeth, all, all the man's teeth. I want. I'm. I, it's. Ugh, and, I feel terrible. Saying and the this. The, big, the Bigfoot took his beer. The yeah. Bigfoot took his beer is the worst part of that whole story. No, but I feel terrible saying this because I want. Um, I want to believe, and I even like kind of want to see like the pictures of his toothless mouth like i want to see the damage yeah let's see, see the evidence but yeah, it, but I, bill the, sent us a picture actually if you don't did? mind no 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 i i, I, was, I was saying oh. bill if you're listening oh, send us yeah. a picture yeah because here's I don't the thing it. is that we, well i mean and i i actually really want to believe it that's why i want to see the evidence but there's something about the way that the the visuals are sort of laid out in the way that it's phrased it feels a little bit like a creative essay yeah that's what it is. It's so not, real. not that I don't love Bill. And I have no idea. Yeah, I, I would take him for his word. I mean, uh, you what? You would just take him for his yeah, word? take him for his word. <laughs> we want to invest in his uh, his company too. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> he stuck with his, the beer. Do you want to go he, to his workshops? His uh, he obviously knew lectures? the funny part was Bigfoot took my beer, and he he also knew it was funny to say kicked me in the jaw. Mm-hmm. And then and, uh, you know. flung his gun out of his hand, like the, all of a sudden, fucking Bigfoot knows Taekwondo. Yeah, I lo- I love the visual. <laughs> like I love the whole scene as it goes yeah. down. One of the keys for me was as I lay on my back. There was something about right. the phrasing of like as I was running. You know, it's, yeah, it it sort of reeks of um, yeah, a little creative bit of creative writing. writing. And then a y'all at the end, like. Yeah. Wait, now you're going back to being a, a country bumpkin a little bit? Well, no, but I mean, I think like, and if he was a country bumpkin, if he, Bill, if you are a country bumpkin, we love you. And well, I he had beer and he, he was beer, really worried about his beer. He had so. beer and a shotgun. Yeah. Uh, just, was there anyone with you? Is it? I, I, I don't know. It sounds like he was alone. If I so. got on the phone with Bill, I can, I can get him out. I could ruffle that pheasant out of the bushes in about two seconds. Oh, let's talk to Bill. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let's, Bill, keep in contact with us. Yeah, keep in contact. Wanna... Let me see. The, let's send in the pictures. If you could send in three different pictures of you without teeth, same person. I don't want close-ups of just teeth. Send him three different pictures of you with your shotgun. Hey, even add your favorite beer in there. <laughs> And with with you going through the wiring of the teeth and the jaw, hey, 
Different times, too. I want to see different hairstyles. You <laughs> could, because I want to see this. I want to see your recovery. I would, take, I would take half as many pictures, but Bill... Bill, I believe you. I believe you. I would like... Well, I'm not sure if it was a Bigfoot. I don't disbelieve I'm not sure you. if it was a Bigfoot. You might have just... Yeah, a bear might have kicked you. Or it's some no, guy like, I love. I, I, there's no way it was a bear. I mean, that was so precise. Drinking beer and then kicked. kicking the... Kicked. F- the, well, he got the shotgun out of his hands, which means that that creature was intelligent enough to understand what a gun could do. Yeah. yeah. And then kicked in the jaw. Kicked. I love it. He got kicked. Giant Bigfoot kicked in the jaw. Yeah. Well, how uh, appropriate that the Bigfoot kicks with that Bigfoot. <laughs> Did we just create a band, a punk rock band? Yeah, that's that's Bigfoot really kick. Yeah. <laughs> well, Bill, I hope your recovery is, is better, and, and I'm glad you got new teeth. Um, and uh, if you have a company, uh, Mike will obviously invest in it. <laughs> uh, everybody, uh, Happy New Year once again. Thank you for listening. We made it. We did make it. We, and, uh, we made it. We got a lot of new shows. Now it's all about making the most of what we made There you go. Through. Yeah. Oh, well put, <laughs> Emelina. So everybody, uh, thank you for writing in. Keep writing in. Keep your eyes and ears out there. Uh, we really want to hear what you're seeing. And we won't rip your emails apart unless you took a creative writing class at your local junior college. I'm not ripping it apart. I'm I'm remaining open to the possibility. I'm ripping it apart. Okay, so that we yeah. ha- we we all things are honored. Yeah. All right. Very all good. things are honored, but Bill, I don't believe you. <laughs> we will be back. Keep your eyes and ears out there. All right.